It was October of 2003, and the day had been a calm, uneventful one. I had just fallen asleep, and the lights in the house were all out. I remember being shaken from my sleep to the sight of a shadowy figure hanging out on the stairs. Only half of its body was visible. It quickly ducked down, and I heard whispers. He's still awake. We gotta wait. These entities, spirits, demons, whatever you want to call them, were planning on, quote, getting me that night. I quickly started screaming for my mother, who didn't believe me when she came into my room to comfort me. So there I was, all alone, in my dark room, with two entities trying to get me. I tried to go back to sleep, but again was quickly shaken by my feet and saw the two figures in the stairwell. I flipped over and covered myself in blankets, but I felt something breathing on me. The sound of the heavy breathing shook me to the core. I cried for my mother again. She came this time and only told me to not think about them and they would go away. They never went away, the voices I heard, talking to each other about how they were coming to get me, how they were going to wait till I fell asleep. This is when the music started playing. It sounded like an old ice cream truck was coming through or circus music. But who drives an ice cream truck and sits in front of someone's house at four in the morning? I'll never forget that night, being woken up every time I got even I even got close to drifting to sleep, the music, being paralyzed by the fear of getting out of bed, and what might be waiting for me. I later came to know these figures as the man with the hat and the tall dark figure. There was a third entity that stayed in the basement of the house that my brothers and I all saw at one time or another, crawling up the stairs to the kitchen slowly. A part of me wants to go back to that house and face my fears, but in reality, retelling this story brings me down to my knees in fear and uncertainty. And that is Freaky Deaky. Freaky Deaky. Christian, we can't say that. That's entirely too racist. <laughs> Welcome back to oh the my podcast. Gosh. <laughs> Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We're uh, we're glad to uh, be here blessing your ear holes on this Thursday. Is it a blessing? It sure is. What a treat. Yeah. Welcome back to the Freaky Deaky. We're here for part two of, now that's what I call unexplainable. I know what you may think about that, uh, that cold open story. You're like, well, that's not unexplainable. That's demons. But we're not convinced, are we, Christian? I am not convinced it's demons. So what do you think about it? What do you think it was then? Just a weird random bout of sleep paralysis or? It does sound like that to me. I mean, we can always go with spirits and ghost or the hat man, Mm. but not demons. There's no such thing. So I guess, uh, sure. And speaking of the hat man, uh, hoping to get Amanda back on the show to discuss her recent sighting of the hat man. What a treat that would be. Yeah. So fingers crossed that maybe, maybe we'll do it for the um, season finale again. Just, yeah. just make it a, a theme. Yeah, every season we end with an episode with Amanda. See, I always keep, we keep talking about that, but I think she would, uh, you know what I just thought of? Because hmm. I was listening to one of our, our most recent episodes, the one with Dustin. Yeah. And you say, I talk like Will, William Shatner, and I just totally did a William Shatner right <laughs> yeah. there. And I'm like, it yeah. threw me off. Now I don't know what I was going to say. Exactly. Yeah, I'm in your head. <laughs> That's 
that's yeah. that's the way it works. But that's payback because that's what I have to that's what I have to deal with constantly. You should you should say some like is this where we say important things that the people need to know about like where to find us and crap? Yeah, yeah. You know, before we get started, we should touch on social medias. If you haven't already, we've been posting some very interesting things on our social media over the past few weeks, kind of branching out a little bit. Um, Christian, you've been posting some fire memes on Facebook, and I've been yeah, appreciating nice. that. Those are some nice. Like, I get a kick out of those, especially anything paranormal related. I'll probably, I'll probably do the same. I'll try to find some for Instagram or something, so I can start posting them there. But yeah, I saw a few, and I was like, people love memes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the I know just a couple of them are just hilarious. Oh yeah, that even I like, even though I'm I'm the skeptic. They like the stop sending naked pictures or whatever. <laughs> yeah, classic. <laughs> it's creepy. Classic. It doesn't sound paranormal when you when you say it like that, but I promise it is. Yeah, um, go on our Facebook. You'll see. <clears throat> yeah, if you want if you want a little taste of that action, you know, it's at Freaky Deaky Pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and at TFT Paranormal on TikTok. If you're not already following us. Be sure to do that. I'm always impressed that you can just rattle that off because somebody's like, what's your TikTok? Oh, we had to change it. And I had to, I have to look it up every time I tell somebody. I've said it. this a lot, though. So it's like caked into my memory. Like I don't have any like memories of my childhood anymore, but I can tell you what episode we said some random sentence in. So if, I hope it's worth it down the line. All that aside, we released a couple new shirt designs, a couple new hoodies that are straight fire. You know, that's going to be the catchphrase, just fire. I'm going, to try, I'm going to be very hip this episode. I hope everyone enjoys it. But yeah, a couple new shirt designs on the website. I'm sitting here staring at a flag that is not on the website, but maybe we should add it to the website because it looks hella dope. But yeah, if you want to support the show, we don't have advertisers yet. We're not that big. Uh, we will at some point. So just be aware of that. Yes. We're, re we're going to get to that point. Don't call us sellouts. When we can get advertisers, we'll probably get advertisers. For the time being, you can support the show, help us grow by uh, by buying merch. And I didn't mean for that to rhyme, but somehow it did. And it, maybe that's maybe that's going to be the new catchphrase for the merch store. Are we going to sell supplements? Yeah, we are actually biotin. We're going to sell some biotin, maybe some fish oil. I was going to say I, I want to be <laughs> shirt shirtless and yelling about frogs and the water, oh, what, what the water does to them. Well, just joking i don't want to do that to you people well we can do that sooner rather than later if you'd like uh but yeah either way go check out the website thefreakydeaky.com get yourself some merch uh, all of your merch orders do go back into the show one way or another whether that be upgrading the studio a little bit we got equipment that we want to buy all that helps us grow the show appreciate you each and every one of you but uh for the time being let's uh let's dive in christian you want to read this first one no all right no, and thanks joking. for tuning in everyone that is <laughs> This is from a deleted red Reddit user. You know, someday we should work on the theory of what happened, what really happens to deleted Reddit users. You know what I'm pretty sure it is? People, you know, with your Reddit account having histories and stuff like that, people don't want to be associated with the fringe. Like, let's say it's someone like uh, that is in politics or something like that. And the 90% of their Reddit is just po political posts, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you get to those posts where they're like, there's this one time where I was... Uh, in my home and I saw a bunch of demons running down the hallway towards me. People are going to just take your credibility and throw it right out the yeah. window. So people, when they get, they'll post their story because they genuinely are concerned about what people like might think or like some advice or feedback, but um, they immediately go and delete their account after they get those answers. Okay. All right. So, that makes sense. Yeah. It's just throwaway accounts mostly. Like, and you'll see it. Some of the usernames that we get are, it's like throwaway 785 or something like that. It's just someone that made an account strictly to post bullshit not bullshit so much so story reddit user i wear tin foil hmm. all of a sudden got a government job and, and got a little nervous that the government yeah. might look at his post true i see true and there's plenty of conspiracies with reddit that maybe we'll touch on someday but 
It is not this day. Today, we're going on a lovely hike with a story (laughs) that is called Lovely Night for a Hike. Two years ago, I had a horrible case of the flu. I remember going to bed on the third day of my sickness and as far as I can remember, went straight to sleep. When I regain consciousness, I'm sitting against a tree 1.5 miles into my favorite hiking trail on a widow's peak that overlooks the Illinois River at about 9 a.m. I have no recollection of getting there, but it's a 35 mile (laughs) drive, most of which is on a winding pigtail of a road. Nope. Very vivid uh, descriptions here. Yeah. In, in a way that I hadn't seen, I'd never heard of a pigtail. Makes sense. Though. Yeah, it, it like painted the picture, but I just never heard it put that way. Yeah. Most of the trail is either steep along a sheer cr- cliff, washed out, read no real trail, or a combination of all three. I don't even know what possessed me to go out there. The only clue I have is that at around 11 p.m. the night before, I wrote, I go to seek a great perhaps. <laughs> on Facebook, which suggests that I did this at night, which is even more disconcerting as my only flashlight was at home. That's an interesting story. Like I know it probably hit me a little more because I've experienced several things that are in that story. There was this one time and it's hilarious and I'll never get to the bottom of it or understand why I said what I said. But I, I, at one point when I lived in Vegas, Apparently, I got a text from someone in the morning that was like, what were you talking about last night? And I was like, oh, no, I have no idea. And I looked at my phone and literally they text me at like, had to have been maybe 10, 30 or 11 at night. My response within a minute was just the babies are true. And they tried, they wrote back like, wait, what? No response for me. Just the babies are true. And apparently it ate them alive until I woke up the following morning because uh, what a strange cryptic thing to say. That is pretty strange. But another, uh, when we were driving here from, uh, and I could talk about it now because it didn't happen, obviously. But uh, when we were driving here from Vegas, when I was moving up here, we were going along a very windy, curvy path that I also vaguely remember. Like it was, it was probably after like eight or nine hours of driving and we're going up this mountain on this crazy path. And I barely remember driving this road i remember like halfway on i'm like i need to wake the fuck up because this is something where if i make one wrong move i'm down this mountain and that's a terrifying thought that you can do that completely sleeping that is pretty and and i've had experiences where i've driven somewhere and i have no recollection of how i got mm -hmm. there i don't remember any of the time it's like i was hypnotized yeah some people believe you're actually safer in in that state because it's like complete autopilot right instead of yeah. You know, sometimes it's like when you go into a slide when you're driving and you overcorrect because you just panic. Yeah. That, but that doesn't happen if you're like on autopilot. You just kind of steer right into it. And how many times do we do that, you know, throughout our lives and just never notice that we just saved our life by going on autopilot? I don't know. But we're also like that brings us to a subject that we're going to be touching on, you know, in a, in a week or two, either next week or a couple weeks out, which is missing time and uh, highway hypnosis. We're going to go over stories of people missing time on the road uh, so that, you know, could easily be a case of highway hypnosis or it could be something a little more sinister, alien abduction or just crazy, you know, time slip, something like that. But we've been talking a lot about time lately. And so I'm getting all the time subjects out of the way. Well, I think it's a good time to talk about time because the world is has been and continues to be just absolutely nuts. 
Yeah. And time is not its normal self because it's a, a flat circle. Yeah, we know, Christian. It's I wasn't actually going there, <laughs> but thank you. But you, you know, we spent the last couple years in kind of this weird time space that things didn't really move, but it did, but nothing really changed for two years. Yeah. And then we come out of it and we're like, yeah, we're getting a little bit better. We can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel. JK. Some of us are right in the light. And then we're we like, died. Yeah. World War Three. Who would have, who would have thought, seen this outcome? Alex but Jones. you know, this is, uh, this is the way the world works, unfortunately. Yeah. Very hilarious. This is the way. This is the way. What do you think about the walking a mile and a half? After, okay, after 35 miles of driving, you're going to walk in a mile and a half and sit on the, at this widow's peak atop a cliff. No, dude. Uh-uh. One of the things that the skeptical part of me caught on really quick was the beginning and being sick with the flu. The flu. So you think it's just a fevered state? It could be. It's like, I must go for my great perhaps. Yes. Or, yeah. God. Great perhaps, though, is actually a good little phrase. I go to seek a great perhaps. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Very open. <laughs> and this is where you must go into the perhaps. Yeah. Like, but perhaps what, my guy? Perhaps you make it. Perhaps you are hit by the hantavirus yeah. after holding your friend's pet pet rat. I don't know. It sounds like something like a frat boy in college would say when he's going out trying to go out and get laid. Yeah. Like he's leaving the house for his brother. He's like, I go to seek a great perhaps. Catch you later, boys. And then he's super yeah. popular then. And then when you later on, when you're successful and you have a family, he's just this like spent many times in rehab, has no friends. He's the wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? Multiple kids by different baby mamas Classic that he stuff. doesn't pay child support for any of them. Yeah. And then you just text him out of blue and you're like, that was a great perhaps, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> perhaps you made a wrong choice, my friend. Many wrong choices. Yeah. No, just one. Um, yeah. Okay. I, Dude, I'm torn. I don't know. I'll let you read. The, since that first one was kind of like short, I'll let you read this uh, the second one or I guess story number three. And then I will, because I, th I would like to get your, uh, and that has absolutely nothing to do with the story. Like, that's just the first thing that came in my head. Um, I want to I read story number four for okay. sure. Snap back to, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. Snap back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity. There you go. That's the second reference I've used that in this show's history. What is that from again? That's Eminem, I believe. Okay. Acting like I never listened to Eminem. I know, yeah. How dare you? How dare I? Everyone's going to be like, wait, Christian doesn't listen to Eminem? I do. Weird. I do listen to Eminem. He's brilliant. I don't agree with some of the words he says, but... I don't agree with a lot of the words he says, but he's very he, good at what he does. He, so. is a, he is a great artist. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to be a great artist to do the Super Bowl, right? No. <laughs> name one person that did the music for the Super Bowl that was not a great artist. I could probably name you 50. I want to just hear you pick one or two out right now. To see, I just want to see... If just, you, just one? Like people that I don't like or people that... That you, you I personally don't think aren't great artists. Yeah. Janet Jackson. What? How could he say that? But I honestly don't think she was a great artist. And I also don't think who's the the boy band that, that did it again a couple of years ago. It was NSYNC. Did NSYNC do it? They came back together for some, right? I think so. I don't think they're a great band either. Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is a great band solo man. Yeah. But as NSYNC, nah. You know, and when you say Janet Jackson at first, I'm like, ooh. And then I'm like, you know what? You're kind of right. Mm hmm. I don't like, think she's all that great. Like Janet Jackson's most popular years were when she was produced by former members of the band The Time. 
who learned from Prince. Prince. Now there is yeah. someone that I would like to see at the Super Bowl. Yeah. I've seen him live twice. Well, it was well. He's, he's probably done a Super Bowl performance, right? Yeah. Yeah. And remember it rained? He did Purple Rain and it freaking rained. That was fairly recent then, right? Within the last like handful of years, right? Yeah. Ten, 10 years or so? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember that one. That would have been a great show. I don't yeah. remember all the details, unfortunately, but I, I cannot stand the song Purple Rain, but I used to be a Prince fan. Yeah. <laughs> for that album and that movie. There you go. All right. Once again, because this is fun to say, I would never would have thought it. Snap back to reality. Oops, there goes gravity by Red Giant 925. I was in first grade hanging out at Restret. I was hanging out and restressing. Yeah, that's what we do in first grade. Mm -hmm. I was in first grade hanging out at recess with a friend. He was shooting some hoops outside and I was playing DS. Sitting on, he was shooting hoops outside and I was playing DS sitting on the pavement. I remember him asking me if he could make a shot from halfway across the court. I told him he could try, but he probably wouldn't make it while looking at my DS. Suddenly my dad asked me what I mean. And when I look up, I'm sitting on my living room carpet, talking to my dad and it's dark out. I was sitting in the same position, playing the same game, same level and the same exact spot in the level. Everything continued normally that night, and I didn't tell anyone at the time, but looking back, it's really freaky. Deaky. I thought it was a dream for the longest time, but thinking about it, it didn't really feel like a dream, and I don't really remember dreams that well. That's weird. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I tried, I was thinking, I was trying to figure out what this was, and I don't know. I have it, absolutely no idea, because his games are the exact same spot that he was playing. It's, it supports my strange theory that children don't always have souls until later in life this is the first time i'm hearing of this of this strange theory of yours yeah it's, so if it's, it, did you make it up right now no I've, it's one i've been playing with for a while oh you you just sit in your room playing with theories you're like hmm. maybe <laughs> maybe you, children you it, don't have souls you make no. it sound creepy well it's i mean i think it makes itself sound just a little creepy but well, or like, or like you think you're like super profound or something. You're just like sitting there with like your, your hand on your chin, staring out a window while it's raining and be like, what if children don't have souls? You know, is that what, what is it more like internal, like deep thoughts or is it, are you working on like a philosophy book? It, it feels like, like that's the way I come up with it, but it, it's also like, I'm going to write a philosophy book that just blows people away and is completely wrong in most cases. Yeah. You could be called, I think, therefore I thunk. Yeah, and we that can release it profound. under the, the Freaky Deaky umbrella and, and look forward to that in a couple of years. So what do you think this is? I have no idea, man. Maybe, you know, he's timeline hopping or something like that. Like where he just, something about his friend making that half, maybe his friend made that half court basket and it just, it was such a crazy odds that it broke the universe and snapped him into a different reality. The TVA had to come and reset the timeline. I didn't add that, but sure. Yeah. I added that because yeah. for people that... <laughs> I try to make it make some of our crazy ways of explaining thing, you know, understandable. Gotcha. So sometimes I use that's why I use Marvel and sometimes Star Wars a little. Oh, bit. it's for all of our benefit. I had yes. no idea because yeah. I am everybody's <laughs> father-in-law. I must teach. Yeah. And be profound. Teach and be profound. Yeah. That's what I do. I teach and be profound. Exactly. There you go. Just like there's a William, reference for you, William Shatner. Classic stuff. Classic yeah. stuff. I I think. In a year or two, the story might hit you differently. You want me to circle back? Uh, I, I think when you sit and watch children grow, there's times when you're like, 
okay, they were just gone for a while. And I don't know how to explain it, but children have these different things they do as they're growing and learning where they're not quite always on the same level that we normally think humans are because it's a learning process and growing into this world. And children's brains work differently than ours. They're, they're taking in so much information and you figure the way it gets compiled and stored is a lot different than their adult minds will be. So the things that the way we think is foreign to young children, if that makes any sense. Um, it makes sense. I don't know if it makes sense in pertaining to this story. It could though. Because the kid just mentally stepped out for a while. Checked out for like from the exact moment that he was on that game. Yeah. And his friend was asking about shooting that basket to the exact moment where his dad is like, what? I don't know, man. I don't know if like, I don't know if you can check out for that long and it not be like an issue, like a brain tumor or some shit. Like, I mean, maybe his friend completely missed the basket and hit this kid in the head and he got concussed and that's why he checked out for a while. Yeah. Could be something as simple and as real world simple as that. I would like an answer to that though, because that is pretty crazy. That is crazy. That is a crazy story. I feel like I've had things like that though, where I've like all of a sudden missed many hours Oh, yeah. And I almost feel like I've been in the same spot, but I really haven't. Yeah. But I just don't know what happened in between that time Man. and now. Yeah. I know this feels like it's blending in with the missing time episode we're going to do. But to avoid that, I'm going to move on to the next story. I will say that all of our time efforts lately have meaning. And I will say that, sure. <laughs> what, but it means something different to everybody. Yeah. All right. Moving right along. This is... uh. Uh, You were like really witty with all these I was titles. feeling I was feeling like and then the next episode not at all <laughs> it, if, it, if it rhymes in my head for a moment I'll be like that makes sense that isn't, rolls out the time isn't it funny how that happens sometimes sometimes you just got it yeah. and other times you're like no I wonder if it has anything to do with the time of day that I'm writing this stuff I could be well okay this is mannequin panikin by Nexaz, and it goes a little something like this Posted this a long time ago, but when I was younger, my mom was dating this guy who we would call JB. And after a few months, he invited my mom, me, and my brother to go with him and his son, about my age, out to his lake house for the weekend. It was right on Lake Michigan, but up in a more secluded area, which was pretty awesome. Well, we got up there, and for one, I already felt really creeped out. It was a smaller two, maybe three, if you count the really big attic, story house, they had the living room, dining room, kitchen on the first floor and had two bedrooms on the second floor. His grandfather had helped to build the place with his, uh, the grandfather's dad. So his grandfather helped his great grandfather build the place. And then he lived there for most of his life, working as a tailor in the nearby town. We went up to the attic to get some beach toys because that's where JB kept all that stuff. So he didn't have to haul it in every time he went out there. Well, when we went up to the attic, I noticed in the corner, covered in some dust and cobwebs, about eight mannequins, some just upper torsos, and some full body. Not too out of the ordinary, considering a tailor had lived there. Me and JB's son slept down in the living room on the couch since there were no more beds. At near midnight, I heard one of the stairs squeak a few times. Figuring it was my mom coming to check to make sure we were asleep, I told his son to be quiet and quickly turned the TV off and hid under the covers. After not hearing any noise for a few minutes, I looked out from under the covers and saw three of the mannequins moving around in the kitchen. Like their body parts weren't moving, but they were sliding around the kitchen. I swore I was dreaming, but was so terribly frightened I hid back under the covers with a small yelp 
and then heard the dragging on the floor coming closer and peeked out seeing one of them just a few feet from the couch. I hid back under the covers and shut my eyes tight hoping it would go away. The next morning I got up and tried not to think about it, really really hoping it was just a bad dream. But when we went back up to the attic to put the beach stuff back, the mannequins were in different spots and weren't covered in cobwebs anymore. Don't believe me if you don't want to, but it happened and I've been scared shitless of mannequins ever since. Nah, son. Point number one. Mannequins. You should always be afraid of mannequins. Yeah. This reminds me, uh, you ever watched the, sh the movie Coraline? Mm, I think I was forced to back in the day. Coraline's a great movie. So creepy. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm sure it is creepy. But it's yeah. like Tim Burton, right? Or no, no that's that's a uh, Neil Gaiman. Okay, yeah, he's yeah. one. I, I like read everything Neil Gaiman writes, so yeah. I enjoyed it. But that's what this kind of reminds me. But with mannequins instead of the the uh, buttoned eyed parents. Mm. Yeah, it's a little dude. What would you do if you wake? Like you're you you hear a noise coming down the stairs, right? And so you think it's your mom. You turn off the TV. You're like, oh shit. And then you look up in the kitchen and there's fucking mannequins moving about. And then one of them notices you and comes, hangs out by the couch for a second. Like, mm, maybe it's just me, but I would shit myself. What a magical world where mannequins could come alive. Isn't it beautiful and terrifying at the same time? Yeah, like, that's, that's probably what he's thinking. As, as he was looking at his mannequins, like it's slow motion. He's like, beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. They just float yeah. and, and stare at me precisely with their no-eyed faces yeah what what okay what's an explanation for this there is no okay the explanation is this is all either a you story he dreaming? wrote uh -huh. or a dream of some sort where mannequins can float mm -hmm. and and we'll go since he was a child again at this time right is the way i got the story mm -hmm. i think this is going to be something very interesting you for you in the years to come because you see things and experience oh, things yeah but my, you're gonna have a child who is gonna tell you about the monster under the bed or in the closet and you can't go like yeah they scare me too because that'll make you you'll never sleep well so you're gonna have to like rationalize this for for a young child there's and put it in a way that doesn't just terrify this child into never sleeping again i and don't it's know gonna be man. entertaining i'm probably not gonna be one of those parents that doesn't believe their kid when i talk about it. like if like uh, sure if it's the classics and it's shit that like most kids say that's one thing but i also know that i was pretty descriptive with the shit that i saw and if if my son were to come up to me and be like hey dad uh here's the thing i'm seeing this crazy i don't even know how to describe it lady and she comes out of my closet at 3 a.m and she like hovers over me and starts taunting me and doing weird rituals i'm gonna be like you know what it's pretty fucking specific son i believe you if he's just like i think there's something in my closet but how are you gonna make it make this part of the story into uh overcoming and living with the fear because you have to you can't just yeah. let that fear overtake a child well no, because no, no. it's it will it's not healthy so you're going to have to be able to while you may believe the child you're going to have to rationalize it in a way to where this is not dangerous yeah and you have the power to control what this creepy lady exactly does. but see the the way the child will be raised the child will know that yes you these things exist but there's nothing for you to personally fear about it. Yeah. And that you have power over these things. See, I almost think it's one of those things where like, young child, this could be one of two things, an actual lady from the spirit realm yeah. or your imagination. Either one of those two is okay. And just learn something from it and move on. If the lady gets too loud, tell her to shut up. Like yeah. you almost have to give the child agency to make decisions based on what 
could be, in your opinion, the spirit realm, but you can't have a victim as a child in that spirit realm. As a parent, you're going to have to teach that child how to walk walk in that place. Yeah. And that it's okay to have that imagination or to have those, those images. And it just makes you stronger if you come at it from a place where you have agency to control what you see and imagine. Mm. I don't know that if that makes sense, Mm. but it'll be interesting to see as you become a a parent to a young child having to deal with some of these things. The, uh, the real question here is if your child comes up to you and says, Hey dad, uh, do you know those mannequins that we keep in the attic? I saw them moving around the kitchen last night. What the fuck? Uh, would you, in this instance, whether you believe the kid or not, would you go up and get rid of those mannequins? I would be like, you know, that's, that's a fascinating story. I, I will look into it for you. And mm-hmm. if I did find something that left me wondering, I would get rid of the mannequins. And if I didn't find something, I would get rid of the mannequins later, mm-hmm. just so it didn't come up again. But I wouldn't... Yeah. I would be very careful about how I, like, you don't want to reward um, fear. You want to acknowledge it, but you want to, you want to take that to a healthy place. And I think that's like, and it, that's in anything you mm. want to be like, okay, this is your fear. That's natural. Whether it's ghost or the hat man or the, the imagination or the world around you just growing up and going to school yeah. there, you have to put it in a healthy perspective, even if it scares the hell out of you. Yeah. And in turn scares the hell out of your parents. Your parents still have to play it off because that stoic demeanor sometimes will get you through scary things in life. Yeah. You're just like, what demons? Don't yeah. even worry about it. Never let the demons see you sweat. That should be our, one of our taglines. Never let the demons see you scared, scared. Mm. Well, it's a tagline. I wouldn't be able to live up to. I'm afraid in dreams a couple of times in dreams. I've been able to, I'm just completely fascinated by dreams. So I enjoy Almost every moment. Hmm. Dreams. Oh, that's a shout, <laughs> shout out to anyone that watches the show Blue or watched the show Blue Mountain State. I, d- I did not. Oh, well, it's a call out to one episode. So you would have had to see the entire series or at least that one episode to get the dreams reference. But great stuff either way. Yeah, mannequins freaked me out. Always have freaked me out. But the mannequins be panicking. They do. They really do be like that. Next, you see Anakin. Okay. You make me read a freaking Eminem thing. It's like reading Dr. Seuss. I just want to rhyme all the time. Wow. And there you did it again. That was an accident. Oops. Oh, for the record, uh, that, that mannequin story is one of my favorites that I've read. I l- absolutely love that story. Do you? I, I love anything that is like so far beyond the norm. It's just, I don't know, it hits a certain spot for me. Where I'm like, yeah, yeah, this world is weird as fuck, man. It's going weird back to fuck. that. In the 80s, they had a movie, I believe, called Mannequin. They did, yeah. And it was like a rom-com where the guy falls in love with the mannequin and she comes to life. Classic stuff. I can't remember who was in it, but they were pretty popular actors at the time. The Attic Door. No cats. Sun Melmac. No cats on Melmac. I don't know how to say it. No cats on Melmac, probably. What is a Melmac? I don't know. Oh, no cats on Melmac. There was a small door that led to the attic space in my bedroom. This person was 11 to 13 years old, and it became a habit that I would shut the door as I walked into my bedroom a couple times a week. I didn't think anything of it, just assumed my mom didn't close it all the way when she left it. After a while, I made the mistake of joking with her when she made a comment about me not picking up after myself. I said something like, every night I have to close the attic door behind you. How about you shut it all the way 
when you're done. Ooh. Yeah, take that shit, mom. This explains everything about this. He had to pick himself off the floor so he doesn't understand anything that's going on after this. Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> she then informed me that she hasn't been in the attic for months. Ask my brother, nope. Ask my father, nope. So then I started to pay really close attention to it, making sure it, it was closed in the morning, checking it after school. Checking blaster dinner. Checking blaster dinner. Is that supposed to be after? No, nah, it's just a hip thing kids say. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> okay. Checking after dinner, then head up to bed open. After a couple months of wandering, studying, experimenting, I thought I'd see what happens if I just don't shut it. Opened the door before school and checked it after school. Still open. Checked it after dinner. Still open. Before bed. Still open. Now I'm laying in bed. Mind going crazy with the open door across the room. Decide to check it out, so I roll over and focus on the black space into the attic to see a face staring back at me. Bolt downstairs, wake parents, get ridiculed by brother, switch bedrooms with brother, move into a new house about six months later due to the expanding household. New physics teacher and his wife bought our house. I could have forgotten all about that event and chalked it up to me having an overactive mind. But then my senior year, I discovered how awesome our physics teacher was because my favorite class and by far my favorite teacher. End of senior year, my friend and I took our VHS camcorder around town doing mostly silly things, but then took it to my old house to see what they've done to the place. We got a very fun tour. I got to tell stories about all the projects my my dad did that were still part of the house. And the wife leads us upstairs to show us the sewing room. I asked jokingly, Notice anything strange in this room? And her face goes blank. On camera, she asks what I mean, and I try to shrug it off, but end up saying something about the attic door. She confirmed that every time she opens up to sew, or she every time she comes up to sew, the attic door is open. She then tells us that the second day of being in the house, their dog, a German shepherd, had gone into the room, but would not go back downstairs. He started barking and could not be consoled. And then he jumped through the window, landing on the tin roof, over the porch, and then running off. The dog did not come back until the next day and has not stepped foot into the hallway that leads upstairs since. I had the initial thought that I could show my parents and brother the story I had on film, but I decide, decided to just let it be. It's quite the reaction from the dog. Yeah. Jumping out of a window onto a tin roof. Damn. That's a lot of force. You, you think a dog can jump through a window? Yeah, easily. Dogs are strong. Really? Especially when they're like a German Shepherd going nine. So and it's just saying no. Window. It just says no and runs and jumps up. <laughs> or going nine miles an hour. Yeah, well, know. it could be both. Yeah, I just, I think there's, I picture there being like a lot of force. Like you need a lot of force to, like, I mean, us, we could just sit there and like, you know, elbow it and it breaks. But for something of that size, wouldn't you need a lot more force? Like you need a lot more speed going into it. I, I think um, dogs, dogs would surprise you with how much force they have. They just don't always show it. Mm. And how often do you want a dog want to see a dog jumping through a window? Not very often, because the vet bills would be astronomical. Yeah. Well, you're right. And this story must be true, Christian. You've proved me wrong. No, I like that one. I, uh, the face thing, like looking in the darkness and seeing a face is almost, I can almost explain that away, though. It's the same thing. Like you look at the people that are, who are the people that do the rituals where they think they're conjuring like the devil or demon by having like a mirror and looking into a, a mirror in a dark room. Just you see shit in there. I, 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 I can actually use, I'm doing research on another episode. Hmm. They could be called a scryer. Hmm, like the Nostradamus shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. But see with that, like, 
And it's the same with people who play Bloody Mary and all that. You know, you look into your your mind is trying to piece shit together in, in the darkness of this. It's trying to focus on anything. So if you're in a dark room and you're staring into a mirror, your face will shift. You yeah. will look creepy. You will like it, it gets to the point where you're terrified or you're freaked out just by what you're seeing. Like, so it's not always something. I mean, granted, if you see something stand behind you and it's a demon, then yeah, for sure, that's probably not just your brain. But right. if it's just like a face or something like randomly coming out through. It would have to be pretty defined for me to actually believe I was seeing a face. Yeah, it's really easy for your subconscious to play tricks on you. Yeah. And it's not really even trying to play tricks on you. It's trying to make sense of the environment around you. Yeah. Like how often do you stare at your, do you actually look at yourself in the mirror? Not, not as often as we think. We may brush our teeth, brush our hair, but we don't look into our eyes. We almost avoid that when we look into the mirror yeah. because it's troubling. It is. It is troubling. But see, the thing that, that brings me back with this story is the, the way the dog acted. And I think animals in general, whenever there's something really creepy going on or something just out of the norm, it could be it, even like portals or something like that, like weird energy in houses. I think a lot of animals pick up on that stuff. And so the, the reaction of the dog alone tells me that it's just negative, that there's nothing good in that house or in that area. And you should probably do the same thing dog did. Jump out that window, land on the tin roof and go away for the day. Part of me was like, was it hot? Because the dog on the hot tin roof instead of the cat mm. old reference i've never it seen is. the play yeah what what is the play uh, it's the cat on the hot tin roof classic one but it's a classic we've never seen it well i mean i think you have to learn it in school or you had to back in the day which day back in the old days <laughs> i don't know which days i just remember <laughs> hearing about it Okay. I told you I didn't see the damn thing, and now you're going to pick on me for it. I know, but if you if you don't see something, you can't call it a classic. It's everybody uh, else calls it a classic, but everyone think, else probably saw it. I think it won you know? to Tony Awards. Who's and Tony? That's the the awards you get for a Broadway, which I've never watched. You've never watched Broadway? I've watched Hamilton. There you go. And this has been another awkward intermission. <laughs> yeah, Trademark. I don't know where we go. Oh, the the cat. And yeah. dog on the hot tin roof. The dog saw a demon and ran away. True. So what, do you think it's as as easy as that? Just like some like de demonic, or do you think um, possibly some kind of energy vortex, some kind of like just negative? There's pockets of negative energy in places, or what's it called when? Uh, I can't think of the name for it, but I remember there's this one super haunted house uh, that I watched a video of, or it's allegedly haunted, but but there's speculation that it's not even haunted so much. So there's just it's got five or six portals in the damn thing and so you see weird shit or you act weird the energy is off there but it's just this one house in america somewhere in like the woods i don't remember what it's called god i need to find that video i need to be a little more up up front with my facts it's hard to I need remember where i see shit because i just like I'll, i see so i watch so many things i look into so many things that like i'll remember stories and i'll be able to like cherry pick those from my mind but i won't remember like where i saw it or anything like that i do that a lot cause, especially because i read all the time yeah. I'm like, uh, in this one book. And they're like, which book? Uh, let me look at my Kindle app. Yeah. You're like, here's the last 12 that I read. It's in one of these. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've been there too. Um, it kind of reminds me of like, you know, when you hear of a former orphanage that has like all this darkness in it, mm. you can feel it. That's what this story reminds me of. What was in this attic? Was it like some mean parent kept their one of their children locked up yeah. or chained up in the attic? And then it just became a dark place that even the German Shepherd can't handle. Yeah, we should look into attic stories. There's a lot of haunted attics out there or a lot of like weird, dark energy attics, which is a strange sense. I never thought I'd say you heard of all the dark energy attics out there. 
But like even just in the past, I don't know, in this season alone, we've probably touched on a few different stories that, that happen in addicts yeah. that are just downright creepy. And why, I always wonder what, why that is. And and maybe there's like some things, 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 sway explanation yeah. for it. Yeah. Like maybe all the energy that rises through the house. It's the heat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, heat, or, but red, also the energy. Red, that, heart, red hot, dark energy floating to the top of the right. house. It, and it takes the energy that we like give off. Hmm through just being a human um coalesce at the top of the attic you know classic and then it just spreads and is like this ether of pain and suffering that scares the shit out of dogs and humans man like i don't want a house now that has an attic and i haven't for a long time that's one like in movies sometimes you'll see that the hop room like like uh like what's that one with um oh god it's a very famous haunted house Murder House. Amityville? Yeah, Amityville, yeah. You see like that movie and like they got the nice bay windows at the top and like like beautiful, like big weird A-frame room and you're like, damn, that'd be kind of dope to hang out in. But then you're like, oh wait, no, this is the creepiest room of the house. And that seems to be like a common theme. Any Anytime there's a, a house with a livable attic or like a, you know, renovated attic, I guess. Yeah. And so maybe that's the thing because we technically have two attics. We have an attic in our master bedroom, of course. Actually, I'm sorry, you're not supposed to say master anymore. And our, uh, you know, communal wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. Come on in everyone. <laughs> no. Uh, and just where I sleep, we have a attic. In, it's called a bedroom. Yeah. Just call it a bedroom. In the bedroom. But how will people know that I'm the master of this house? No. That's the um, point. They shouldn't. <laughs> they'll know because we're the only people that live here. Isn't that some? But there's one in, in China's closet, creepy enough as it is. And then there's one right here and uh, in the studio. So, and I kind of want to start storing boxes up there. But you, I think, <laughs> but I don't uh, want to look up there. You know what I mean? It's creepy. It's only creepy because you believe it's creepy. I know. So maybe you should look up there. Maybe you should get up there before you leave. Just, just peek around. See if they, see if the old people left people like shit here. Like if there's mannequins up there. Oh, fuck that. No. But if there's boxes, I will be upset that they just left it up there. Cause that's what I was going to do. I was like, anything I don't want, I'm just going to leave up here. <laughs> I'm just going to go when we move. I'm just going to leave. Like enjoy my old shit. That's Take actually a, a classic thing is to would be to get a mannequin every time you sell a house and just put it somewhere random yeah. that they might not find right away. Like the people that like put a, a skeleton in their walls and then they sell their house and move out. Yeah. And then someday if somebody has to repair something, all of a sudden there's a skeleton. That's great stuff though. Yeah. That's great A stuff. Yeah. Maybe I should, I'll look into it. Man if mannequin, if I can get one on a good discount, mannequins are kind of pricey. Yeah. I've looked into it, <laughs> but yeah. Either way, creepy, creepy story with the attic. I don't know. And so I think, yeah, let's let's start collecting attic stories. Not the two that or the few that we've done recently, but uh Attic. A T T I C not Or both. Yeah. Attic stories. People are like, guys, here's the thing. I was shooting up, right? No. Classic. Anyway. On to the next story. A writer's rage. This is by Makas. 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 Seventy five. In my childhood home, I would often hear touch typing coming from the computer downstairs early in the mornings. I didn't think much of it at first. My parents worked from home, and it wouldn't be uncommon to wake up in the morning to hear mom typing away at the computer. Uh, one day I got up and called out to mom, assuming she... I'm just going to say mom, because it sounds it sounds like I'm making fun of people. Yeah. One day I got... <laughs> that was me actually making fun of people. But okay, one day I got up and I called out to mom... Assuming she was down there working as I could hear typing. No answer. No one was down there at all. I was sure I heard typing. 
This began happening regularly. I figured it was so I figured I was so used to hearing typing from downstairs that I was hearing things that weren't there. I didn't mention anything to anyone, figuring I was going a bit crazy. This happened on and off over a period of six months. The sound of fast typing and fast, furious clicking of a mouse as if someone was frustrated. One morning I was eating my breakfast when I heard mom at the top of the stairs call out to me. You're not down there. <laughs> I can't do a mom British accent. Uh, you're not down there on the computer already. You're not down there on the computer already. Already. I'm trying to figure out how a mom would say it. How would a mom say it? You're not down there on the computer already. Yeah, I, I, don't know if that, I don't know if that was it or Christopher Walken, but you're not down there on the... <laughs> I, can't, I, can't. I, think, I think you hit one of them. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I froze and ran out to anyway. The mom was asking if the son was on a computer. That's really that was it. I froze and ran out to her. I was amazed she had heard it too. She was convinced she heard she could hear typing, yet no one was down there. I told her about all the times I'd been hearing it, and then my sister opened up about hearing it regularly too, when no one was down there. I wasn't crazy after all. That's they were all crazy. That's kind of always a great hereditary. Thing. There you go. I set out to catch whatever was causing it and to try to discover a rational explanation for it. I'd sprint out of my bedroom to the top of the stairs where I was able to look down into the room to see if anyone was at the computer. No such luck. Every time I got there, it stopped. I think it went on for a couple of years and we learned just to kind of live with it as it wasn't every day. I was down there once when the ceiling light globe in the center of the room began flashing very fast strobe light. It then exploded and the glass went shattering all across the room. I was lucky I ran out of the room when it started happening because I was scared. Obviously, that's the move. The whole mysterious typing, you know. If I hadn't ran, I would have been hit by with bits of light bulb. Around that same time, I was on the computer at home by myself when something happened that resulted in me never being alone in that room again. I felt and heard this really sharp intake of breath directly behind my right shoulder near my ear. I imagine it sounds like... <sighs> I've never ran so fast in my life and was hesitant going in that room ever again. Prior to that, the whole typing thing had just been something weird and a bit spooky. Not scary. Still makes my heart race when I think about it. I've never really encountered anything like this before or since all those events. I don't particularly believe in ghosts, ghosts either, but I'm open to the possibility of something in which scientists don't have a proper explanation for yet. Christian, did you write this? Why? Did you write this with your science talk? Science is great lame it's yeah. just people just don't want like real <clears throat> answers they don't they don't want boring answers and science is boring sometimes but yeah. i have the answer to what's going on here let's hear it the ghosts are like click 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 into day three of my posting here in the smith house mm. they don't suspect anything it's the ghost blog yeah. yeah mama i wish i had listened to you and gone to ghost school i wouldn't be stuck in it this house with these boring people i'd have a mansion classic and a queen to haunt yeah i and that's that's the thing with this like i know like a few of these like this is an unexplainable episode right and a few of these the easy explanation is ghost yeah They're like oh it's just haunted but like why in this particular instance would it just be typing why is there just a typing ghost was it the ghost of a writer from years past was it someone and like why vicious typing like is this like some karen on the internet just really taking out her rage well also if it was a ghost from years past but it's computers type typing there's only a limited amount of time that that pass could be you know, i mean because you still got like stuff like typewriters and shit though that makes totally different sound though it makes different sound but the concept is the same i i don't think they sound anything having come from a realm 
where I had a typewriter to write stories on. Mm. They don't sound anything alike. The keys don't sound. Yeah. There is there are other sounds in a typewriter that make it obviously a typewriter. This guy is saying this is computer type. Someone's keyboard typing type. on the keyboard. Yeah. yeah. But Which see, is, if, even if it was like a ghost from the past time, you don't think a ghost that was used to writing on a typewriter would think, oh, this is the same thing as a typewriter, but smaller. That's and true. I'm just going to use this. Remember our nurse episode where there was a ghost trying to learn the computer? I don't know if you remember that story, but I don't remember that story. There was there was somebody who's like, oh, the ghost was just trying to learn how to use a computer. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Is that in a YouTube video? Is that one of the YouTube stories? Because I don't remember us talking about that at all. Was that in an act? Was that in the actual episode? At this point, I don't remember which where I. I can neither confirm nor deny that <laughs> the existence of this story that I pulled out of my mind. Yeah. Either way, that's interesting. I plead the fifth on where this story is located. Fifth. Yeah. It's good stuff. I yeah. don't know, man. That's weird. The, and but to see the thing, like the 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 part where it almost becomes like sinister is the or not sinister, I guess I should say, but well, sinister works is no. the the glass, the glass is spinning and shattering. Like that that's that points more to to ghost than just random. Like what? Okay, what could this be outside of a ghost? Maybe now now I'm sitting here like maybe I shouldn't have added this story to this episode. One thing I uh this one thing I thought about as we were talking about that light bulb shattering or whatever or the globe shadow shattering. Yeah. I've been around a long time and I've seen this trope in many movies and many film and read about it in books. I have never seen a light bulb explode unless I threw something at it. Yeah. And at that is this point, a real thing? I think it is, dude. I think I think I've heard plenty of stories of light bulbs shattering and even from people I know, like uh, someone in Vegas that I used to talk to had a ghost in her apartment and one of the light bulbs shattered and all, but there's also electrical reasons for light bulb shattering. Right. And so it could be either or, but for me in this story in particular, the fact that the the globe, like the glass globe or whatever was like spinning as well, it tells me, okay, well, it's probably not an electrical issue. And if it is, what is the conduit that is making that connection, making that globe just kind of fly on its own, you know, I'm still troubled. I've never seen a light bulb explode. Yeah. But that people like store scary stories talk like it happens all the time. Have you? Uh, I've never like I've lived in houses where I've seen shit, but I've never lived in like crazy, crazy dark houses or anything like that or super high energy houses or I don't know. I don't know in what situation something like that would happen. And I'm more or less just talking out of my ass right now. So, well, here's another thing that caught me is this guy was paranoid, like totally petrified Mm. because he heard the sound of an intake of breath I'm mm. like is that really that scary i mean it might startle you it is but in the grand scheme of things that the next day you're like oh he just the ghost took a breath he did wasn't trying to scare me i mean he should be able to breathe too like it's but, amazing the things that scare us this is where the scary part comes in into into what lungs did this ghost take a breath christian okay into what lungs well and, and this is where you can solve it because ghosts aren't real so there were no lungs so then who's taking the breath your subconscious my subconscious is like oh don't forget you forgot to breathe for a little bit there taking an intake right here this is what it sounds like in case you forgot let it like your subconscious what if it was just trolling us with all this stuff wouldn't wouldn't you be like bored yeah that would be messed up if your subconscious could just troll us be like let's make him think he saw something like a dark face in the darkness classic man we're getting bored with this one put a hat on that man now yeah. You know, <laughs> I'd spice it up. Hey, how about a trench coat? Yeah. 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 And I then, don't know, like, man. oh, he's not paying attention. Give it some really sharp teeth and blood dripping from it. 
at that point you're like okay, maybe this is my subconscious maybe there's actually a demon in the room. yeah yeah i uh i don't know have you ever heard uh, a noise directly behind you that and there was nothing there yeah do you remember what the noises were mm, i think just normal like life noises maybe some scratching or life noises yeah maybe you know like things you think you hear somebody saying something and you look back and i remember i had a one of my baseball coaches was from hawaii and he was adamant that you never answer to a voice that does not have a person attached to it hmm. so like if you're in a room and you hear somebody like hey christian what's up you don't go oh not much you yeah. just ignore it because yeah. unless there's a body attached to it yeah because then you recognize these spirits that are maybe interested in taking you to the dark realm beyond or something like that true and nobody wants that yeah that's not fun i don't know man like being being uh or growing up uh christian a different kind of christian i grew up christian <laughs> yeah, you grew up christian a different way good to meet you yeah uh having grown up christian like i my, it, my mom was pretty adamant about if you hear like your, your name being called like if you wake up to your name being called or something like that that it's like a message from either god or an angel or something trying to give you a message from god and so you're supposed to say like yes like you're supposed to pretty much answer it and say like what do you need from me pretty much saying and like i could never do that i heard it a couple times could never actually do see it. i've heard the opposite more enough times to be like yeah i'm a skeptic but mm -hmm. if, if there's a voice asking me questions and it shouldn't that's, be there i'm not answering it that's why i never like because there's a couple times where uh and we've talked about it before it could easily just be like exploding head syndrome or some like nonsense like that but when you're on the cusp of falling asleep and you hear like you wouldn't hear this obviously i would hear this but just random voice going like scott i hear it all the time you hear a random voice saying scott well not scott exactly Christian. so yeah yeah so like you hear it all the time a lot like still to this day man yeah but it, you're like you're entering dream state sometimes and you think you're being welcomed by something like hey christian <laughs> what do you think i it's think like it's the, my subconscious talking to me the dream valet is like come on in pal it's like yeah. one of those times where like i shut down my my like my filters and then the subconscious is actually communicating with me and if you're not careful it's scary as hell now also if there were such a thing of demons that would be the perfect time to slide in and take over your body because you they would be able to sneak past that wall and get into your subconscious and then you're possessed for the rest of your life until exorcism have you thought about this with um pertaining to like noises and stuff like when i asked you if you've heard something ever from behind you have you thought about you know how from inside your head like let's say you are wearing headphones right and you were to like scratch or something like it's it's amplified like you can right. hear it more because for whatever reason you're blocking off your sound like you hear it from inside your body almost yeah what if that's where the sound's coming from is inside your fucking body what if there's some clawing you said you've heard random clawing behind you and shit like that what if there's something already inside you christian and it's trying to claw its way out i don't blame it good night everyone no, that's, like, <laughs> that's yeah oh yeah no so like like stuff like that like when you hear voices and whatnot what if it like it's amplified or it sounds like it's right behind you because it literally is inside your head and it just sounds more echoey you know or it sounds closer than it is i don't does that make sense i i think it is in, like in my view as a skeptic yeah. almost all of this is inside your head yeah and you're gonna hear it differently just like when i broke my ankle i couldn't hear it outside of my body but i could hear the crack the snap from within and it was not normal yeah you just gotta like so anything coming <laughs> from within you you're not hearing it with your 
auditory system. You're hearing it with your mind or your subconscious. So it's not going to sound quite the same. You're hearing it with your mind's eye. I, I think I, I saw a video. I don't know if it was on Instagram or YouTube, but it, they were showing you basically how your brain can add sound to something. And they did these scenes from certain movies where you would see something huge kind of jump up in the air and land on the ground. Mm -hmm. And you could hear it and feel it. You could physically feel the ground shaking, but you're watching like a TikTok video. And your, your subconscious made up the sound of this huge animal jumping up in the air and coming down on the earth. And you could feel the, the earth depressed and you could hear this loud sound but you couldn't hear it if that makes any sense because it, it wasn't makes there no sense whatsoever your, your brain so you're saying able you can to imagine the sound you're saying you can watch something on mute and just make up the shit for it your brain provides the sound which we know our brain does our brain fills in a lot of the information that we get because it's more more efficient yeah but I, I watch shit on mute all the time and my brain's not making up sounds for it i'll have to find the video and if i and and show it to you and then if i can find it if i i it seems like something i would have saved yeah we'll post it on youtube at some point because well we can't post someone else's video on youtube but i think in this we, we can, could we can we can post it on we, facebook or like something actually like that. we could post it on youtube as a commentary and you'll see because huh. there are because we could do a commentary on it and you will see that this is uh an actual thing your brain provides the missing sound yeah we'll see we'll see about that because a lot of times like you'll get my hopes up for something weird and then like it'll just be like some weird science thing where it's not really proven or it's, like, you know it is I mean? it is like, a weird science thing like like because i just for me personally i've seen plenty of videos on mute and my mind is never once this is not your typical this is a video where something and you, you would have to have heard the sound before too like maybe in film yeah or in real life so did it work for you then yeah. You heard the, there's nothing going on, but you heard the sound. I didn't hear it, but I heard it. It's hard to explain. Like you didn't okay. hear See, it. See, this is what I'm talking about. Like you this like <laughs> felt the vibration of this thing hitting the ground and you felt like a thud. Yeah. But you couldn't have heard it. You can imagine a thud. Your subconscious provided Wait, yeah. it. Yeah. Like, and that again is what your brain does. Your brain, you know how some people put those words together where they're missing a bunch of like letters but you can still read it perfectly because yeah. your brain can fill in the gaps sure yeah. it has experience and that's all this is but it's it's not a good it's it's just weird freaky freaky deaky man freaky deaky yeah then we could say that is unexplainable so i guess it does in a sense fit for this episode i'm sure it might fit for this episode better than a couple of those stories fit yeah, for this episode. i think scientists would try to explain it hmm. But the fact that your subconscious can do that is not really explained, even with science at this point. Yeah. But see, my thing is, I think there's still a discernible difference between imagining the sound and actually hearing the sound and feeling that the tremble or feeling like that vibration, because you can imagine anything. I can imagine, dude, I imagine I make up full songs in my head constantly that I would never be able to write, that I'd never be able to record myself, anything like that. But I hear it. I hear the full song and it sounds amazing and perfect. Could never pull it off. But uh, that but that doesn't mean that I'm hearing the song. It means that I'm imagining the song and I can picture it. That there's a very strong difference between the two. And so that's that's what I'm saying is like maybe you can be tricked into imagining the sound, but I don't think that you actually hear the sound. I would think say that if there are things like ghosts and spirits and demons, hmm. it's almost a similar thing. You're not hearing or seeing them on the normal level. 
you're seeing them with a part of your brain and mind and subconscious yeah. that can that accesses these magical things. Mm. You know, I'm skeptic. I'm a skeptic. You are. But if yeah. this did happen, you're not hearing or seeing in the normal human way a lot of times, and that may be why certain people in the same room may not see or hear or feel it, or everybody like. In this case, the family all heard somebody typing on their keyboard. Yeah, which is fascinating in itself because that's not normally how it happens. Normally, it's one kid or one adult that everybody's like, "Oh, they're crazy." Oh yeah, yeah. But in this case, everybody heard the typing, and who the hell's doing all the typing on the computer? Because most ghosts shouldn't know how to use a computer because it's relatively new. And also, why would that just be the move? Like, why would the ghost just do that? If if your house is haunted or something, I don't understand why. Like, and that's maybe that's why I added it to this episode is it wasn't really more. It, it's just that ghosts. I imagine that whenever you're in that room alone or it's like at night or something like that, that it would do something different. Like, yeah. I can't just imagine that it would be. This is the move. Just typing on this type or on this keyboard. And then like the one other experience in there was the the breath and the light bulb shattering, you know, like so. Yeah. I don't know. For something that is that hands on as far as like a haunting goes, you would imagine that it would be there'd be more moves like oh, I'm going to move this face or I'm going to break this or it was what if it was a millennial ghost that just spent all their time on the computer yeah. in chat rooms and gaming and Facebook or MySpace back in the day. MySpace. And that's all they did. They're like all I remember did when in my life before it ended was type on my my computer. And th these humans have a computer in my house. I'm just going to be the ghost that types on the computer. I wonder if they ever tried, like if they looked at the computer and saw if anything was written, anything typed out, like what if someone had accidentally locked themselves into what they believed the metaverse was, but indeed was actually, they got sucked into the computer. I think that was a movie at some point. It's yeah, probably, probably because computer, when computers started becoming popular, they did all kinds of weird stuff with being inside computers and yeah. the scariness. But also, what if a whole nother world exists within the computer and the metaverse that is nothing but ghosts and spirits? Could The metaverse, you could conceivably keep yourself alive forever, even when your body's been gone for thousands of years. I guess we'll close out on that. That feels like we can we can bring it together. We, like, that's the last story. We, we might do one for, uh, I think we have one, one left here that we might do a YouTube video for. So just keep an eye out on our YouTube channel. You'll find it at some point. Um, speaking of the metaverse, we should uh, mention that we have a NFT collection. It is live. We did it. We pulled it off. There's one. The second one, the bigger one, isn't available yet, but it will be in the future, in the near future, hopefully. Um, but yeah, pretty much we got 15 uh, dabbing Sasquatch pixel art, kind of poking fun at the the crypto punks and, and all that shit that's going for multi millions of dollars. Uh, here come our pixel art dabbing Sasquatch on the Solana blockchain. So if you're uh, interested in getting one of those, the ticker symbol on Solana is Squatch, and this, the collection is called Sassy Squatches. Um, you can also find it directly on the website under the menu is that's like TFD NFTs or something like that. So if you're into the metaverse stuff, you're into, you know, NFTs or any kind of digital collectibles, or you just want to, we're, we're kind of working on possibly coming up with perks for owning these NFTs. And I think with this collection and probably the next collection, the perk is going to be, uh, and we, we might add to it at some point, but I think it would be fun to offer uh producer credit or something on the show for people that hold nfts or we can do like live streams with people that hold NF with nft holders or something like that like just kind of come, come up with fun things for people that might be interested so it's not just a picture of a pixel art sasquatch on your phone but also uh you know it gives, gives you some perks for the show or helps us uh same with the merch you know 
every order goes to growing the show a little bit. Same with the NFTs. You know, it's all going to go back into uh, future collections or things that we can do to give back to our, our fans or maybe we'll give you discounts with NFT ownership. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities and it's fun for us to kind of tap into this. And I'm yeah. glad, I don't know about you, Christian, but I'm glad we're finally, we, we pulled it off. We got one collection on Solana, get a phantom wallet. You can take care of that, transfer some soul over, get yourself one. If you don't know what we're talking about, you will here in the near future. Yeah. Here's the thing though. If you were to pick up one of these and we got big, it might work to your advantage. True. And they're all priced differently right now. They're, the cheapest one right now is 0.25 of one Solana, which is about right now like 20 bucks. And then the most expensive one is uh, around 850 or $900. Nice. And that's the Bob Ross Squatch because that's my favorite. And I don't want anyone to buy it. Technically, I want to get to the point where I can just get it myself. Nice. Um, but yeah, so if someone does come and get it, then, you know, congrats, you win it. But and yeah. everything else is just kind of. Do you think if you got producer credit, you could put that on your resume? You someday. may be able to, I don't know. And then the, they would call us up for, for, you know, as a reference and we'd be like, yeah, they were a producer on that episode. Yeah, they'll be like, they were the, the best producer we ever had. Yeah. Yeah. What did they do for you? They made us happy. Yeah. They pleased us. They bought an NFT. Yeah. They, they downloaded one of our uh, digital photos with their magic internet money. Yeah. And, and it rocked. Yeah. It rocked. So uh, back in the early days, this, yeah. now they're a millionaire. You should hire them. True 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 so yeah if you're into that you can find uh, more information about that and the collection itself on our website thefreakydhe.com also if this is kind of going to be a running theme is the now that's what i call unexplainable it's going to be a series throughout the span of the show so if you have a story that you simply cannot explain send it over we want to hear it we want to know weird things that have happened in your life that are just unexplainable you know i've had a number of, of interesting things happen that i have absolutely no idea what it was but i know for sure it happened christian i'm sure you have the same I've had a couple things. So yeah, send it into the gang at thefreakydeaky.com. We want to hear it. We love hearing from you guys. We've had a lot of people uh, kind of comment recently and had a few emails come through. Shout out to, to Sheila on Podbean for constantly checking us out, leaving comments. Those are always fun to read. And Makes us feel important. Yeah. And Sheila, great news. You're probably going to really enjoy the next episode. So keep an eye out next week. And I think that wraps it up. Christian, you have any closing words? Natalie out there in Idaho. Make sure your dad gave you the new sticker that I sent with him. Yeah. If he doesn't give it to you, let me know. Yeah. And if he does give it to you, let us know as well. Yes. Either way, we'll hear from you soon. So shout out to Natalie. Natalie. I knew that. I don't know why. I, don't know. I just didn't understand why. I randomly give people shout outs, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that does it. That's another episode. Uh, hang on, folks. The weekend is just around the corner. It's right there. Reach out and touch it. Give it a little tickle. Say, Gucci, Gucci. Rose. Weekend. Here I go. <laughs> Ask for its permission first. Yeah, get permission before you go fondle the weekend, all right? We'll see you next week right here on the Freaky Deaky. Goodbye, everyone. Close the shit out of that. I closed the shit out of that shit. It's like, get out of here.
what is beans? 